0: Welcome everyone to the Dirt Hut, a guide to Minecraft survival mode. So, throughout this series, I'll be covering everything you need to do in the Minecraft world. From building a base, to mining diamonds, to defeating the Ender Dragon, to completing all achievements, this is your one stop shop for Minecraft tips and tricks. So, just a quick background on myself I've been playing Minecraft for over 8 years now. I started on the Xbox 360 in 2012 and I'm still playing to this day. Though I do own the Java edition, I mainly play on the Bedrock edition. So this is what I'll be covering in this podcast. So now, let's begin. In this episode, I'll be discussing how to go about starting your Minecraft survival world. Now depending on where you spawn, you would likely start your Minecraft world by either looking for a good place to build your base in or getting wood and other resources. I'll begin by discussing the latter first. The first thing you need to do when gathering resources is punching trees. Getting wood is one of the first achievements you will get in your game. If not that, your first achievement would probably be taking inventory. Anyway, after punching that tree, you'll be able to craft four wooden planks per log, and you can use those four planks to make a crafting table for the achievement benchmarking. Now all of this is very basic and trivial stuff, so I won't be covering that in too much detail. I would also advise you to use two sticks and three planks to make a wooden pickaxe, because that will let you achieve the achievement time to mine. And with that, you'll be able to get some cobblestone, which might look nice in your starter base. And other than that, cobblestone is a very versatile material because many crafting recipes, especially the ones in the late game, require it. Ones I could identify off the top of my head would probably be um brewing stands, stone tools for, you know, an upgrade observers, dispensers and droppers, but you know, there are so many other things that need cobblestone. Oh, pistons too. Yeah, pistons. Now, the very last thing that I think you should do before making your base would be to make use of 8 cobblestone to craft a furnace. That will not only let you get the achievement Hot Topic, but that will also let you smelt or cook things such as iron ore or raw food in the future. And if you have any extra logs from punching trees, you can smelt them using any wooden component, for example, an almost broken wooden pickaxe, to make charcoal, which can smelt 8 items. Charcoal functions pretty much exactly the same as coal, except for the fact that you can't turn 9 charcoal into a block that can smelt 8 items. Well, did you take note of all of that? Good, because now, I'm going to be covering how to make your starter base. I'll see you there. (sighs) That was a mouthful. Well, welcome to the second part of this first episode. Here I'll be discussing how to make your starter base. So when creating your starter base, you must always take note of location. Though you may move to another place once you have enough resources, it's such a hassle having to transfer all of your items from one base to another. This is why many expand on their starter base later in the game, rather than taking it down and building a new one. However, that aspect is all up to you, and of course your building skills. Anyway, here is a guide by me about where you should build your base. I'm going to mention a few locations and then afterwards, I'm going to give a rating. Now, area number one, caves. Not gonna lie, I made it number one just to try that echo feature on my mic. (laughs) Well, anyway, if you wanna be like some popular YouTubers such as IBX Toycat, you maybe should consider building your base in a cave. The advantages of living in a cave are that auras are more accessible and closer to you, but then a cave house can also be pretty disadvantageous. Um, Some of the disadvantages are if the base and its surrounding area are not lit up properly, mobs can spawn near or even inside your base. And other than that, it takes a huge toll on your pickaxe. You have to mine quite a bit and wooden and stone picks are slow. So I guess good luck with that. Overall, I'd rate the cave starter base a 5 out of 10. It's okay, I guess. Anyway, I'll see you in the next area. For area number 2, we have forests and plains. Now, I I combine them because they're rather similar in advantages and disadvantages. Forests are great if you want to build things like wooden houses and whatnot, and plains are also great for builders because there is a huge flat area usually for them to build in. Plains surrounded by forests though are like the best. Either way, they have a lot of advantages. First, lots and lots of wood which is great because, like cobblestone, wood is used in a lot of crafting recipes. You know, even your netherite sword needs a stick. Mining isn't that difficult either, as usually forests and plains have quite a few exposed caves, and strip mining also isn't too bad because stone is just a few blocks underground. Now the only real downside I see here is that a lot of mobs can spawn in the area if it isn't lit well. But with responsible lighting, forests and plains are the best. I'd rate it, 10 out of 10, my favorite places to build in. Now number 3 are deserts and badlands or Mesa whichever you want to call it. I also combine these two because they are essentially Like, you know, almost the same biome. (laughs) These are great because they are flat in most areas and you can build a cool little desert village in desert biomes or even a Wild West themed town in the Badlands. However, one big disadvantage is the lack of wood in these biomes. However, if they are near forests or anywhere else with trees, you're golden. Of course, as usual, there's the mob problem brought about by inefficient lighting but you know the drill. I'd rate it an 8 out of 10. Not the best, but not too bad either. Number 4, Mushroom Islands. These islands are great because no mobs spawn here other than mushrooms, which are excellent sources of food, really. The only real problems that I see are two. One, it's difficult to get wood but that can easily be fixed by bringing a dirt or grass block and a sapling of your choice, but two, it's a bit hard to mine. Of course, they're islands so they're surrounded by water, which means that while mining, it's likely to find an ocean cave, and that's such a hassle, especially in the early game. So you know, 8 out of 10, just like deserts and badlands. Lastly, for number 5, potions. Why? Why would you put your starter base underwater? You know, I have no idea. It's just kind of stupid. (laughs) You'll probably drown countless times while building because you have no potions. I mean, underwater bases are good in the late game, especially in multiplayer servers where you can make it, you know, hidden under some sort of island or something. But if you wanna make a starter underwater base, (laughs) well, good luck with that. 2 out of 10, it's possible to make, but it kind of sucks. Well, now that we're done with this biome discussion, I'll briefly talk about what should be in your starter base. So there's a YouTuber called CSX42 who makes amazing starter base designs, it is incredible. My favorite starter base of his is his stylish and compact version. Actually, this is his first video that I've ever watched and he uploaded that video back in 2019. It looks great and all of the resources you need for it are one crafting table, 38 logs, 6 sand, 41 cobblestone, and 3 wool. It has everything you need for a good starter base. A crafting table, a furnace, a bed, two chests, okay lighting, and a nice appearance which actually isn't required in a starter base but you know, it's nice if it did look nice. Now, you could always make a dirt hut just like the title of this podcast. You know, feel free to. <laughs> Well, anyway, that's it for part 2. In the third and last part, I'll be talking about what to do in your first Minecraft night. See you there. Well, I bet you got tired of all of that repeating music from the second part. <laughs> but well, if you didn't, that's great. In this last part of the episode, I'll be discussing what to do during your first Minecraft night. If you already have a bed and want to skip the night, that's great. Do whatever you want. But this part is designed to guide you guys on how to defeat the common hostile mobs you usually see at night. So, you know, now, let's begin. Mob number 1, Zombies Now zombies are really easy to defeat because you can just hit them over and over again until they die. Just be wary though that they can break doors after a few seconds, so be alert and stay on your guard. A horde of zombies is more difficult to defeat but what I do is I either build up and hit them from above or I sprint punch them so that none of them hit me. These strategies, by the way, work for all zombie types, so it works on husks, drowned zombies, and zombie villagers, too. So, yeah. That's the zombie. Mob number 2. Skeletons. Now, skeletons are by far the most annoying mobs to deal with in the early game. They have bows and arrows that can hit you from far away and they can even knock you into a hole if you're not careful. The best solution is to take cover or even, you know, fight fire with fire and craft or find a bow. Another good way to distract or kill skeletons is by using other mobs such as zombies or even other skeletons as shields. When those mobs are attacked, the skeletons will target them, and those same skeletons will also be targeted by the other mob. And this means that you can easily kill the skeleton while it's busy fighting the other mob. So, that's the skeleton. Mob number 3, Spiders. Spiders may be good to you in the morning, but at night, they start to get mad. They're very similar to zombies in terms of how they attack, but the difference is that they can't pick up items, weapons, tools, or armor, and they can climb up walls. I mean, honestly, the whole wall climbing thing may not look ideal for the beginning player, but it's very easy to overcome by just building up. So, you know, that's the spider. Mob number 4, Enderman. It's not too likely to find these guys on your first night, but it's still a bigger chance than finding, for example, you know, a pillager patrol. Endermen only attack the player when attacked or when looked at, so avoid looking at or attacking them this early in the game because they can deal quite a bit of damage. On hard mode, they deal 3.5 hearts of damage per hit and mind you, they have 10 hearts of health just like you the player. Now in the unlikely event that an enderman decides to attack you, you can take two approaches. First. Find a body of water and dive in. Endermen are weak to water so they will avoid you once you jump in. The second and in my opinion the better approach is to run into or to dig a 2 block tall hole. Endermen aren't tall enough to enter these holes so they'll be stuck at the entrances giving you an easy kill. And that's how you take on Endermen. Now, for our 5th mob, last but not the least, and how can we forget, Creepers. Aw man, <laughs> is, is that still a thing? I mean, probably not, it's not that popular nowadays. Anyway, these guys are like the image of Minecraft. You can see them everywhere, even if you aren't an average Minecraft fan or gamer in general. They are a force to be reckoned with, but at the same time, they're easy to avoid or kill, if you're smart enough. If a creeper sneaks up behind you, and begins making that hiss hissing sound, you know? Just run. That's, that's all you have to do. And the creeper won't explode or won't deal any damage when it explodes. But if you see a creeper running after you, you have two options. First, run straight through the creeper. If you sprint through it, it will explode without giving you any damage. Or second, sprint punch the creeper multiple times until it dies. Sprint punching allows the creeper to go just far enough that its explosion animation trait thing, the the hiss, isn't triggered. This way, you'll be able to get some easy gunpowder which may come handy in the later stages of the game. But, you know, I'll get to that part soon enough. And that's The Creeper. Well, (laughs) that's the end of my discussion for your first Minecraft day. Now, this episode is going to be rather short compared to the other podcasts I listen to and the other episodes which are coming soon. But that's just because I've been quite busy this week with school and stuff. However, expect next week's episode to last about, um, more or less 30-40 minutes. I have a lot to discuss there. Also, my voice was, and I think is, rather high-pitched during this episode, but rest assured this isn't my normal voice. I was, and probably still am, nervous. Anyway, if you like this podcast, be sure to share it with your friends and family members and stay tuned for the episodes to come. If you search The Dirt Hut on Anchor's website, I'm pretty sure you can send me a voice message for feedback. Or you could also send feedback to this podcast's official email address, which is thedirthutpodcast at gmail.com. I repeat, the Dirt Hut Podcast at gmail.com. No capitals or anything or underscores, no. Just the Dirt Hut Podcast. All lowercase. Now, thank you all so so much for listening to this very first episode of my podcast. I hope to see you again in the next episodes. Bye everyone.